Welcome back, my fellow creatives, to another episode of Blondie's Books here on Story Cuppings. Yes, sir. This is the fifth episode. Because I think, I don't know if I said five last time. I have no sense of numbers. Numbers are not my thing. So um, today is going to be probably be another quickie. Because the first chapter Lottie discovered is really short in this book. <clears throat> but that's okay. Because they don't all have to be super long. Uh, what is neat though is that this book is not a fictional book. Please explain daughter of mine it's about an author that wrote a book about how to write certain things and her dog keeps interrupting a lot <laughs> so what is this book called writing with rosie that's the name of the dog okay. you can write a story too and this is by patricia riley giff i'm gonna have to dig her up some more but Ooh, Kirkus really liked this. Oh my goodness, this got a starred review from Kirkus. Well, fancy pants that. I guess this might be a worth a looky-loo. So let's see what writing advice we can share with the young creatives in our lives. Blondie, why don't you get started here with chapter one. Be sure to rename the title. One, this book is for you. I come from a family of storytellers. My grandmother loved to talk about her trip down the Delaware River. Eyes flashing, arms waving, Nana told me about her escape from alligators, barracudas, and a parrot that stole her red scarf. Then she'd wink so I'd know she'd made it all up. Fiction, she'd say. She'd say. Such fun. On Sundays, my mother and her sisters, Marjorie and Janine, told stories too. Sometimes they'd tell them at the same time, laughing as they interrupted each other. I'd have to choose one to listen to, and sometimes I'd go back, go back and forth to create a new story from what they'd said. I love telling stories, too. Nana listened seriously as I told her about the kidnapper hiding in the garage, the next-door cat who knew sign language, and the pony who lived in my closet and chewed on my winter jacket. I wanted to scribble down those stories. I wanted to be a writer. I collected pens and pointy pencils, fresh-lined paper, and pink erasers that smelled like rubber. Can you imagine how I would have loved a laptop? But in those days, it hadn't come yet. It was hard to know where to start. And when I began to put my thoughts on paper, I was embarrassed to show them to anyone. Suppose someone laughed at the sad parts or didn't laugh when I was trying to be funny. Eventually, I stopped trying. I didn't begin until I was grown up. I'm sorry about that. If I could live my life over, I'd write from the time I could put two words together, even though I had no idea how to spell them. Writing is a joyous part of my life. I want, I want that to be a joy for you too, because we all have stories to tell. So this book is for you, to help you on your way, to show that you, to show you that anyone can write a story. I try to think of exactly how I do it. Each chapter tells you the steps I take. It's not very hard if you keep at it. I hope you'll try. Wouldn't you like to see your name in print? And that's the first chapter. Um, it's not a very long writing book. Let's see here. It's not even 100 pages. But considering that this is a writing book for younger readers, I think it's, it's a well-paced out book. All the chapters are relatively short. And now tell us a little bit more about Rosie. 
Blondie? Like, how does Rosie pop up in this writing book? Well, um, she keeps begging for walks. She ta- she kicks open the door so that she can chase squirrels. She's a golden retriever. Um, she um likes stealing stuff off the counter when she's riding. And she likes to chase birds in the park while she's riding. And a lot of other stuff. So the dog keeps doing all sorts of stuff while Patricia's trying to write. Yes. Oh, that's fun. And I think that says something too for young folks because it shows that grown-ups can be distracted pretty easily too when they're supposed to work. But at the same time, we should pay attention to the world around us too because otherwise we could miss something silly with the squirrels or we miss a fun treat that was on the counter that someone else ignored so then we can run off with it. I mean, <laughs> we can, it's, it's important to enjoy the little things as well as enjoy our own stories. Um, Just because that obviously didn't take very long at all. uh, Blondie, I'm curious, like out of all the tips you read in this book when you got it this summer, which tip was your favorite? Hmm. I gotta look through because it's been a while. Now, yeah, because I believe what had happened was we got this for free through the summer reading program, which was pretty cool. So, let's see here. Blondie's looking. And while she does, I just want to thank you again for uh, listening to this little mini-series. I can't believe we're almost halfway done already, but this is December. Well, uh, it's, it's fun to just see what sparks... Uh, the joy of reading in others. And that's why I like sharing first chapters from books I found or from other uh, indie authors and then favorite books that my daughter came across. And uh, here's hoping we can do this more often. Right, kiddo? Mm -hmm. All right. Did you find your bit? Yes. All right. What's your favorite tip? Is that um, you're like, think of a conflict to put in there. Like a really good one, because otherwise the story's going to be super boring. <coughs> so what's an example of a really good conflict? Hmm. You mean like make up one or another book? Well, what's an example of a conflict in a book we've read? Um, like in Wings of Fire, the, um... The Guardians wanted Clay to be a very killer monster machine kind of thing, but Clay didn't really want to, and so there's a conflict there. Yep, that counts as a conflict. What's a conflict uh, you remember from, let's see here, from your day at school today? Without naming names. Uh, it was freezing. So it was. My fingers nearly fell off. Well, then wear your warmer gloves, Snickerdoodle. Well, you can't have it both ways. It's mankind against nature. And they didn't. And they didn't let us stay inside. But that is actually a valid conflict when it comes to humanity trying to survive in the elements. That's a valid conflict. 
So, you know, a four square tournament in the winter. I was king. In twice. Wisconsin. What? I was queen twice. Well, bully for you. That's awesome. Okay, well, I guess we should wrap this up because we did get your favorite part in here. And also, in that part, Rosie stole Rosie stole a piece of cinnamon toast from there and ran out the door. <laughs> <laughs> so the dog's a fun little addition to to uh, just kind of keep because you you enjoy that little the dog in there, and the, and there's still tips with every page. There's always something to learn about writing. And it, it's not a huge book, so it won't be daunting for the young creative in your life. But it could be a wonderful way for you and that little reader in your life to connect on just the joys of writing, too. And to further spark their curiosity with words. So, the, again, the book is Writing with Rosie. And I hope you're able to find it and share it with your little loves. So what are we going to read next time, Blondie, for book six? I think I'm right on my numbers. Yes. Six. Yes. Okay. What are we going to read? A Giant Cat. Okay. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Read on, share on, and write on, my friends. Yay!